Warning. Possible spoilers ahead. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cinema Siblings. I am Mitchell. I'm Haley. And for those of you who are just listening, we are a brother and sister duo, surprise, surprise. who try to go see all the movies, uh, mostly succeed. Uh, especially this year. If you listen to our pilot episode, we didn't do so good the last couple of years, but that was mostly due to scheduling conflicts. <laughs> we're so, going hard. We're going hard this year. So we're doing it. Uh, we go try and see all the movies and talk about the movies we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you find our conversations interesting and entertaining. I mean, we're pretty entertained by them. <laughs> hopefully that's why you're here. Anyways. Otherwise, no. Well, nothing. I was gonna say go fuck yourself, but I'm trying not to curse as much this episode. It's fine. Because last episode, it was bad, Mitchell. I know you were editing it. But it was bad last episode. I don't know what I was on. It it was horrible. Also, even though we hope you like it, we already got the perfect, most important like of all, Haley, and that was from our grandma. Our grandma, our <laughs> grandma who lives in Canada and listened to it on her way to and from Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> which is adorable. So we already got the best fan. Obviously. Which is our grandma. She, even if she thinks I giggle too much. Which she'll probably do, regardless. I know, it's so bad. We're just too funny. And then we'll probably talk about grandma next episode, because we're going to go see a movie. We are going to go see grandma movie. That's so good. Grandma and dad movie. Grandma and dad movie. Family movie weekend again. If mom wants to come Possibly with mom. We'll see. But any movie stuff that's exciting you this week? Um, Any stimulating movie things? I mean, it's not technically a movie, but I think yesterday they came out with the Cloak and Dagger trailer for Marvel, for Netflix. It looks dumb. I thought it's not Netflix. It's Freeform. Freeform? Where are they hosting it? Freeform. What does that mean? That's a whole. That's another host. Why? It's not a host thing. It's a a TV channel. It's on TV. Seriously? Either that or it's like a streaming service. That sucks. I didn't know that. Why is Marvel whoring itself out everywhere? They're going to do the Runaways on Hulu. And now they're going to do a new... I think Freeform is also doing a new Warriors. That's too much. Marvel, stop making contracts with people, and then they're going to steal all your shit again like freaking Fox did. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Marvel now has it in some sort of contract, like, you can't take this, go fuck yourself. I don't know that you can't take this. I mean... Like, <laughs> Here's the license, you can use it when we tell you you can. Not Fox, who's just flipping them the bird, like, we got you X-Men, we got you Wolverine, suck it, suck it, suck it. Also Deadpool. Also Deadpool. Also, no, they don't have Spider-Man. They don't have Sony Spider-Man. Spider-Man. They do have Fantastic Four, right? That's yeah. them? Yeah. And I don't think they're going to make another Fantastic Four. Hopefully not. I mean, <laughs> that was all sorts of messed up. But Haley, Doctor Doom was so cool. So, oh, my God. the movie for so long. That movie, I think that might be... I Like, I was so looking forward to it. I was trying so hard. And then we watched it, and it was so disappointing. I was like, whatever, we'll see what happens. It I wasn't was, expecting much. It was a <laughs> terrible... It was, like, the plot made no sense. Nothing about it made any sense. I think it's... Is that the worst superhero movie? I mean, not including, obviously, George Clooney's Batman and Robin. Because, what? I mean, that's just hilarious to watch. I, I don't even... Camp value. See, that's the Fantastic thing. Fantastic Four has no yeah, value. Yeah, like, Batman and Robin, I love because you watch it and you can still laugh at it, even though it eats away at your soul every time. But Fantastic Four, there was no enjoyment in that reboot, man. It's time to kick some ice, Haley. So funny. So the freaking, he pulls out the back credit card to try and pay for Poison Ivy. What's so stupid? Who, what is Batman charging that he needs a credit card for? Never leave home without it. Never leave home without it. It's so good. It's rubber lips. Like, what? It's so good. It's so 
such a dumb movie. Gotta have those lip condoms, Haley. <laughs> Just in case you go up against a villainess who wants to make out till you die. Oh my goodness. But I think that might be one of the worst ones. I mean, no. I'm Wolverine. Oh yeah. The first, first one Wolverine. was pretty damn bad. Pretty bad. He had a scene where he was flying on a helicopter, like hanging on to it. It was so terrible. Well, oh, just the visuals. And it was the- not. It's not as bad as Fantastic. Four. I was just about to say I don't think it's as bad as Fantastic Four, though. I'm also biased. Why? Just because I like Wolverine. Oh, and it, I mean, you still got Hugh Jackman in your movie, which automatically makes it a better movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Because Hugh Jackman's kind of fantastic. Mm, he's good, but I don't know if his. Quality is redeem Wolverine at all. I don't. Mm, I don't know. He's kind. I don't. I. I personally love him as Wolverine. Well, obviously, that, right? But <laughs> I'm trying to think. What other horrible superhero movies have there been? I mean, oh, I mean, technically, Green Lantern. I mean, I personally liked Green Lantern, and nobody else liked Green Lantern. But I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. What about other Marvel stuff? Um. I think I didn't I don't I haven't seen any actual footage but apparently something leaked from the Black Panther movie. Did you hear about that? Nope. About the um the female characters Aoya of the um shoot, I can't remember their awesome nope. like title is. Anyway, point being this character in the comics is candidly lesbian and there's like oh. an, there's an interaction between her and this other female character who I can't remember the name and everyone's like, Yeah, we're actually gonna get a canon gay character this time. Good for you, Marvel and then Marvel's like, JK guys, that's not actually gonna be represented. Like they're like there's not gonna be any romantic thing between them at all. So everyone's super irritated. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. You shrug because it doesn't really matter to you. Cause not matter, but I don't know. I mean, it's an important thing. Like when you're going and you've done what o- over ten years worth of movies and there's very little representation. Come on, guys. But Haley Lafu. Not talking about Disney. Lafu can fucking. That's a horrible representation. <laughs> when you're like, yeah, let's get representation. Can he suck a dick, Haley? Was that what you were going? To <laughs> I say? was gonna say that, yes, but I didn't want to. <laughs> Anyway, I I heard that and I was very disappointed because like it's a canon in comics it's canon that she's fucking gay. And then they're like, "No, no, guys, we're not putting this in." You never know what's going to happen. I mean, they could have very obviously turned that into a situation and they were like, "That's not what's happening. There's going to be no romantic subplot or whatever the hell between these characters, blah blah blah." I mean, who knows what'll happen, but as of right now, Marvel's track record isn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. Marvel Marvel's not doing a lot of the representation right, Mitchell. Wait for the final product. Oh, do Maybe they're lying to us. Um, over the whole leaks and oh yeah, footage I just that's just more movie news I heard even, like yesterday. Even trailers, <laughs> screw trailers. trailers. Just go into every movie blind. I don't know what some of these movies we go see are about. Like we went and saw Your Name, and I oh yeah, Your Name was awesome. I had no idea what it was about. All I knew was it got good ratings and that it was showing at a theater near us. And I was like, hey, I've heard this. I've seen it advertised. Let's go see it. And it was fantastic. You're right. It was a beautifully done movie. Like impressively so. That opening shot alone was worth it. Seriously, their animation in there was so gorgeous and so fluid and still like simplistic enough, but it had all the detail and the important stuff with the stars and the sky and everything. It was so well done. I was like, God damn, why can't they do more of this animation? Seriously. And it was Funimation too, which I was slightly impressed by. Cause I don't know, you don't see a lot of, I mean, I guess Funimation does do a good job. Brennan was telling me it did better than, I think you said Spirited Away when it opened in Japan. Seriously. Yeah. That's impressive. Cause Spirited Away is like the big dog over there. Yeah. It is. Like that movie killed. That's insane. That's so good. I'm so happy for it. It was such a good story. It was really good. Seriously. Well, if you don't know your name, um, everyone should go see it if it's already in theaters near you or if you can. Go pay for this movie and support it. Um, but it's essentially about a guy who lives in Tokyo and a 
girl who lives in a village, uh, like a while away from Tokyo, switching bodies whenever they fall asleep and not realizing and then having to struggle through each other's lives. And it was just super cute and adorable. And then it got real sad at the end. And then it was happy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was difficult. It was good. Yes. There was, there were some moments at the very end. You just didn't like, it could have been real disappointing. It could have been so, so bad. And now uh, were you going to spoil things? I mean, I am fine with not spoiling <laughs> I know. Things. I don't want to because I really do want everyone to go see this movie because it was so, you know what was also really good? Huh. The soundtrack. I did yeah. not understand any of those songs, obviously. You they did have subtitles. You're talking about Haley. You didn't understand the <laughs> Japanese lyrics. But they were so beautiful. And the way they sung and it matched every scene that they had a song in it so perfectly. The soundtrack was good. Like, it was... I wonder if that would come out on vinyl. Oh, that would be nice. I would like to listen to that on vinyl. Or even just some of those songs. Like, I need to go look up that soundtrack. I genuinely, like, I loved them. I loved everything about that movie. I also really liked that it was kind of subtle. What like, the... it didn't spell everything out. Yes. Like most uh, yeah, I liked American it, movies do. Like, it just sort of jumped into it. Like, all of a sudden you wake up and I'm like, oh, they're doing, like... Like, why is she so interested in her own boobs? And then it turns out you're just flying into it and you have to, like, piece things together. Like, oh, that's the guy. And I don't know. It was just, it was so, it was so good. There's no introduction. There's no voiceover explanation. Yeah. It was just into the story and it was organic and you got to discover things like the characters did. Yeah, it was. And I like, I like how they, they did the first portion of the movie was essentially mostly the girl. And then they switched over like sort of gradually into the guy until it became his story and Mm -hmm. all that. It was really, really, really phenomenal storytelling that I haven't seen in a very long time in a movie. The only thing that sort of, like, hits you over the head is they're learning about the whole, what was it, in the classroom, like, the time. Whatever the lesson was. I can't remember what the lesson was, was in the class. It was a Japanese lesson, Haley. I know it was a Japanese lesson, but it was, like, the only thing that really that you got Twilight. smacked over the head. Twilight, yes. Not somehow. even. I know, but it was very obvious. If you watch enough anime, those things become very... Well, it does. They're always, for whatever reason, and there's always something that like oh they're in class and they're learning about this one subject so that's really weird and obscure and then it becomes super important to the character or the plots later down the road and I mean I guess that's foreshadowing obviously yeah but it doesn't <laughs> hit you over the head Haley. I thought I thought it well I, I like watching it I was immediately like well this is gonna come up somewhere else because this is weird fairy well, tale lesson obviously, I know but it's <laughs> We've seen enough <laughs> movies to recognize certain patterns. I guess it's right. But it was still a lot subtler than most. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Made in, the, in the U.S., I'll give you that. Most movies made in the U.S. Not like freaking. You see the trailer for Fast and Furious, and it gives you the entire story of the movie. Oh my god! But seriously, what was the other one that? Oh, Ghost life. No. Also, Ghost in the Shell. Go, yes. Ghost in the Shell literally gave you the entire plot and who the bad guy was in their freaking 30 second trailer. But Life did a good job because the first trailer they put out was more subtle. They're like, there's an alien and shit's gonna go wrong, obviously. But then, like, you don't see the alien though in that first trailer really at all. It's just a lot of quick motion and cutting and everything. It was good. Which it should be. Exactly. Yes. So the trailer drags you in and you're like, ooh, I want to go see this movie. I want to see what this alien is and what's happening. And then the second or third trailer or whatever they put out, you're like, well, that's the alien. It's sitting right there. Now you know everything. I don't remember that. You, I don't, I don't think you I commented. The yes, you did. You commented. We were in it. I think it was either on TV or in the theater. And you were like, well, now I know everything. Because he, it shows you the alien. But just looking at me like I'm stupid. And I'm not oh, stupid. Yeah, I'm stupid. I'm trying to remember that. <laughs> you jerk. Anything else? Stop watching trailers, people. Stop watching. Or at least, hey, people who make trailers, like, stop putting all the massive details inside the freaking trailer. We don't need the entire plot. It's a want. The first the last two trailers. Seriously, you, you gotta give need us... one trailer. Just make a teaser trailer. Don't make a second and a third trailer. Just the teaser is fine. Just enough to give us the flavor of the movie. Just a taste. Just a taste. Just a taste. The oh. first one's free and then you gotta go see the movie. That's another teaser trailer that came out. American Assassin. Have that. you seen that? No, it's with, um, shoot, what's his name? 
Dylan O'Brien, that guy. He was in um, Deepwater Horizon. Um, I feel like I know these people. I know I'm trying, but he's, he, I don't know. It's about, and I, it's based on a book, but I think it's so ridiculous because like him and his girlfriend slash fiance are like vacationing on the beach and then terrorists come and shoot everyone up on the beach and his fiance dies. So he decides to take revenge against the entire terrorist organization and like max trains. And then what? <laughs> this is what the plot of the movie is. And I think like the government comes and they find him because they realize what he's doing or he like tries and he kills like one terrorist or something i don't know and then they're like you have to train more like we're not gonna stop you we're just gonna give you the right tools to do the job and they throw him at michael yeah it's michael keaton and i'm like where did he come in this movie and he has to train him because he's the best assassin or whatever i thought you were saying michael keaton was the terrorist no 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 they're they're actual like isis or something i don't know they're yeah Yeah, so it's just it's That's it's why I was surprised that Michael, they would be <laughs> be? at Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, he's supposed to train Chris O Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> anyway, that came out and that looks That looks Yay. like a pre sounds like a prequel to Born the Born series. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> except really dumb. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I, it's weird. <laughs> But yeah, that also came out. Movie news. Come on, you're going to keep up, Mitchell. Over trailers. <laughs> that was just a teaser trailer. Oh, it sounds dumb. What was I going to say? But we'll go see it. <laughs> there was something I thought of, and you went on your rambling about this dumb spy movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought of it. I had to get it. Oh, oh. Speaking of spy type movies, have you seen anything for Atomic Blonde with Shirley <gasps> Yes. Blonde? And um, James McAvoy's in it too. I am so excited for that movie. That's probably going to be real. That good. looks so kick-ass and fantastic, and the cinematography in it looks really, really nice too. Should be good. It should be very good. They've come out with two trailers with that. That's enough trailers. Stop it. Cut it out. I think mm. that comes out soon, doesn't it? I didn't it? watch the second one because I was like, I don't want to know <laughs> anymore it. about this movie. <laughs> I think it comes out in like May or June, so we probably won't get any more trailers. Hopefully. Pretty sure there was something else I wanted to say there, too. I really appreciate the fact that they, like, slowly fell in love with each other. Spoiler alert. I don't know. But... Haley with the spoilers again, people. No. I mean, if we're going to talk about this movie... with the spoilers again. (laughs) Mitchell doesn't spoil... Haley needs the spoiler we need to, warning. We need to discuss these movies. Is that what we're doing in this podcast? I want to discuss the movies. And I love this idea of, like, subtle romance that they had in it. Because it didn't hit you over the head. Because that's the kind of romance Haley gets down with. Well, I'm not a very high-key romantic person. and the, That's what I'm saying. I know. That's and the, the kind of romance <laughs> Haley needs is slow, Very steady. slow, subtle, possibly not there if you blink. <laughs> but it was like, just the, just the fact that each of them, whenever they switched over to other bodies, would like flirt with everyone around them and try and get the other person to sort of go on these dates or they wanted to date other people. And it was just so much fun. I don't and, know. The dude, when he was in the girl body, he was broing out with Tessie Hair. <laughs> He was broing out, but also there was the part where he was like, now I have all these admirers whenever she switched back because all the people kept giving her, him love letters. That's because he was confident and cool. <laughs> Which is hilarious because he was not in his body. And saw in logs. <laughs> saw in logs. Making, making little uh, cafe tables, tables and, and stuff for him and his friends. For their quote-unquote cafe. Cafe. Their poor little vending machine. So sad. And then he goes and spends, or she goes and spends all of his money at the actual cafe. I love that girl. That girl is me. That's exactly what I would do. Like What a jerk. <laughs> we have to establish rules in each other's bodies. Don't spend all my money. I'm going to go spend all his money on this fantastic food and then take a picture so he knows exactly what I did. What a jerk. I think it's so good. <laughs> and then plan dates for people that he doesn't really want to date. Uh, he huh. wanted to date her. Sort of. And then, then he was like, oh no, I like someone else. And that girl I've never actually met before. I love the part where it was, he was, he, another clarification. We saw a subbed version, not the dubbed version. Mm-hmm. If you never watch anime, it was subtitled. It wasn't dubbed with English voice actors. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very happy we went and saw that. Yeah, because there was the one scene where he first gets, yes! he first gets into his body and starts using feminine pronouns. And his friends are like, what? what? <laughs> it was 
so good. And he had to, like, this girl who's in this guy body, who's obviously a chick, all, all of a sudden has to go through all the pronouns and be like, oh shit, which ones are the right ones? I don't know. Sorry, guys. We don't know Japanese to go through them. But <laughs> Just, it was so funny. It like, was a real good scene. It was, it was fantastic. The looks that his friends gave him slash her. It was so good. <laughs> Don't let the fact that it's an anime movie stop you from seeing it. It's no. real good. Movies is movies. Story is story. It's a good story. It was so good. It's and a even, good movie. even if it's like anime, like the animation in that was worth watching. Like the animation plus the story itself, just go see it. Like it's so beautiful and, and the writing for it is so well done. And you just fall in love with everything about it at the end of it. Now that that AMC is near us, hopefully we'll get more movies like that. The AMC is so nice. They are doing everything right, man. I told you, AMC is baller. I am so excited that they are now there. Because every time I would see, like, oh, a special showing of some awesome movie. It was always at an AMC. AMC down (laughs) in Fort Lauderdale. And I don't want to go that far. Seriously, that's like an hour drive. But now we have an AMC and you have the Choose Your Own Cola Fountains where you can get what? That's and, insane. And ICs, like freaking icy vending machines. You don't have to be like, hey, can I have the largest Coke you have because I want to drink all of it? Now you can be like, can I get a small Coke and just refill, refill it? I'm going to spend $5 instead of $7 and I will get as much icy as I want. And and their intro credits are pretty short. And they're like, here's what we do. This is cool. Here's your movie. It's not like, let me watch your goddamn unicorns be stupid for the fifth time. In case you guys didn't know, that's Cinemark. Uh, Cinemark has some dumbass. They took away ex- the only good thing they, they had. They took away. They, a few months ago, they took away the opening credits for their theater thing, where it was very kind of subtle as well. It was good, and it, it just it was cute, and it sounded good. We can say and it. It wasn't annoying as shit. Yeah, it wasn't annoying as it wasn't teenagers singing a cappella and throwing popcorn at each other. I'm pretty sure that throwing popcorn was a mistake, <laughs> and it's the only redeeming thing of that thing. It is! Every single time I look at them, because I'm like, this kid's gonna throw the popcorn at her in five, four... (laughs) And she's gonna be like, this guy. I know. Oh, it's so dumb. I have to brush popcorn off her hair. Oh, I hate the fact that I know every moment of that stupid trailer between the two of them. They come in all cool and hip and they're like, here's my ticket, ticket man. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And then they start the stupid beep, boop, beep, boop. And movie then sounds. Ugh. It's, it's hella crap. Nothing can beat its movie night and the big screen the big beckons. The screen beckons. But the small screen won't go away. Look at me, it says. I'm more important than the gigantic screen you came here for. But the strong will can say, no way, pocket screen. See you later. See you later. Tonight, we're here for something better. Right now is for popcorn. Coca-Cola and that movie that's about to start on this movie-sized screen that was made for movies. That was it. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) And we didn't spend a year memorizing that. Oh, I mean, we didn't specifically spend a year memorizing that. (laughs) We just just went to the movies a shitload. And then we could say it. (laughs) Who else knows the intro to a movie theater? I know, right? Yeah, we go to the movies a lot. (laughs) We've established this. In case you didn't know. Anyway, we also saw Boss Baby this weekend. Boss Baby surprised the shit out of me, and I love that movie. Do you, like, you genuinely love that movie? I really liked Boss Baby. I mean, it was not bad. I'm not saying it was bad at all. I don't think it's as good as Storks, because you said it was as good as Storks. Mm, yes. I would say really? it is probably on par. Really? I mean, the ending of Storks kind of top puts it over the top, <laughs> but overall, I would say they're fairly equal in my mind. No, like, Boss Baby was good. I thought, like, that that ending, uh, spoilers, because we're going to definitely talk about this ending. Haley's spoiling the shit out of Again, everything all the time. We got to talk about these movies, Mitchell. This is what we're supposed to be doing, right? Well, you could talk about the fact that uh, the reason I liked it... Okay, why did you like it? Go for it. Probably because of the sibling aspect. Most movies having to do with siblings or family are real big for me. They tug at Mitchell's heartstrings. Yes, they do. Because (laughs) my siblings are very close to me and they're some of my best friends. No, this is a lie. I don't come over here. 
two times a week to hang out with you, and we don't go to the movies constantly. Total well, lies. Well, technically, one time a week is just to record the podcast. One time to record the podcast, once to see movies, and then you come down and see me to see movies. <laughs> we spend a lot of time together. Also mom and dad, I also, guess. I mean, I guess. Mostly me, but I guess mom and dad. I think it's mostly movies, and then you... Whoa, whoa, whoa. My mom and dad. What? I am below movies? <gasps> I'm appalled, Mitchell. I am offended and appalled. Yes, yes, yes. Quit your fake apology. I don't know what that uh, means. Scoff. Your words. Scoff. Scoff, scoff, scoff. Anyway, Mitchell likes his sibling, sibling bonding. Yeah. Or is growing into siblings over time. Because I don't know what I would do without my siblings. No. I do think about it sometimes. And I, I don't understand how people are, like, only just children. only children. Like, I'm like, how do you survive with that? Like, where is your developmental, like, your personality come from? Because I can tell you right now, a lot of me comes from the fact that I had you two. Yeah. <laughs> Where's all the inside jokes? Seriously, where's the where's the person you talk to and then your parents look at you like you're crazy because they have no idea what you're speaking? We reference a lot of cartoons and movies. <laughs> anyway, I do... I liked, I liked the end because it, it wasn't... I mean, it's a children's movie. I don't know. I think it was probably rated, what, like PG, I would assume. Yeah. So so they, they couldn't... They blur out that... Oh, the butt. Baby the, dong. The, no, <laughs> it was the baby dick. They had some full frontal they had to blur. <laughs> that was so weird. Uh, that was it, weird. It was so strange. Like, that was so unnecessary. And in the beginning of the movie, no lie, there's like a conveyor belt with a bunch of babies and you get to see dumb baby butt. But I was like, huh, they're really <laughs> good at not showing full frontal baby nudity. <laughs> and then they were like, no, no, we'll just blur it out later. This will be fine. <laughs> That was weird. I don't think anyone needs to be animating that, Mitchell. <laughs> nope. That'd be weird. That'd be so weird. <laughs> imagine if that was your job to draw No! That. I don't want that to imagine that's your job. That's not good. You no, know, it's probably happened somewhere. Yo, I mean, I know it does. Obviously, there's like weird cartoon porn or something. That's so weird. You have to stare at those so long. That's so much. <laughs> that's so much commitment to get things to move. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, <laughs> freaking me out. Oh, weird animated. Freaking me nudity. out. Ugh. Anyway, so that movie could have been way darker. And I mean, to, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> could have taken a turn for a, a turn for the worst. It could have been all of a sudden, like, this wasn't a metaphor the entire time. My brother died. Seriously. At the end, when they're like, yeah, we're going to take the baby away and erase everything about the baby, and the baby corpse is, is some big, shiny place in the sky, I was like, Oh shit! Is this baby dead and now going to heaven? Like, what is this? What can, I, he needs to come back, otherwise he's dead. Like, that's it. That's the only thing. And then he comes back and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, man, that got real. Dark. Like, they were just taking pictures of the baby off. Like, we're gonna make your parents forget, and we're gonna disappear everything about this child. And I was like, oh my god, do they need to freaking like replace their memories? Yes, I was with that of child death. Seriously, I was like, this is gonna be so bad if the parents were like no no he's not coming back like your brothers and I would have I would have started bawling I did not cry during this movie but if they all of a sudden were like oh no your baby brother's dead or not in the most obvious sense because it's a children's movie but those like I would have been like what the hell is this how could you do this I don't think kids could handle chi that we child need, death <laughs> we need to remake children's movies as adult movies I don't want to children's movies are so good and pure Mitchell I don't need them to be adults <laughs> I need to be the dark way no the frame story that Toby Maguire Toby Maguire was doing a voiceover for the frame story of Boss Baby where he was telling the story of Boss Baby um you don't want to remake it where he's in therapy and he's telling no, the story to his therapist that would be terrible I want it to stay as it is where and his therapist is like your brother died 20 years ago. That would be ago. horrible. All of a sudden it cuts to him as an adult in like a therapist's office and it's raining and gloomy outside just to show the mood. And he's trying to like comfort these emotions because the entire time he had this baby, he wanted him to go away. And then all of a sudden the baby dies and he's like, this is my fault. And it would have been. In our version, it would be his fault. It would be. It well, would have been some kind of accident, but the accident would have been his fault. That would be horrible. Like, like they're, oh, I'm trying to get my... 
because it's all about imagination and this is like the imaginary way that I saved my parents and got all this stuff back. Like, if he's like, well, I took the baby out on my bike and then the baby fell or something like crazy and then all of a sudden it's like, well, it's your fault that the baby's dead. Like, you, oh, that would be horrible. This would be the worst movie ever. I don't know about worst, but it would no, be dark. It, it would be, be real dark. It would be awful. No one needs baby death. No one needs baby death in animation either. Like, that would be the worst. But let's make it even darker. No. Sorry, guys. This is a real dark episode. It'd be terrible. Anyway, anyway. No more baby death. What about baby euphemisms for drugs? Oh, my gosh. And then the dad walks in. (laughs) It was weird. It was like a euphemism for... LSD? Sucking dick. And then... Oh, it was! drugs. (laughs) And then back to sucking dick. Like... The the baby and his brother were just tripping balls, and the dad was like, this is obviously not normal, but I should not confront them about it. <laughs> that was so weird. Sorry, guys. This is a real explicit episode. Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, Grandma. If you're listening, we're sorry. We're adults, though. you got to remember, we're adults. Thank you for being our number one fan. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I thought she just got tired of Haley swearing. I was like, I don't need to listen to the rest I of I haven't sworn that much this episode. I've been trying to be good. I'm going to blame it on me being sick last week. I told you, you needed to take drugs and sleep it <laughs> off. Well, now I'm better. It's all good. You know, whatever. What about this, Haley? Have any comments on the puppies and Boss Baby? <laughs> I do, actually, because while watching it, they're supposed to be the cutest puppies ever, and they're like, oh, the best, and they were not the cutest puppies ever. I was so disappointed by their cutest puppies in the world forever puppy design, because it was bad. It was bad. It just looked like, I was like, you didn't put any effort into this. They should have been, like, the most adorable, fluffy, like, long with big old ears. Like, why aren't they doing this? It just looked dumb. R&D was not doing their job. They weren't. I'm sorry. They weren't at all. Puppy Corp, you failed in the freaking research department. Like, you could, like, I know it's research and development, but just take a bunch of puppy picker pictures and bring them to people and be like, what's your favorite part about this puppy? And then you take all those parts. Your favorite part. Your favorite part. Frankenstein puppy. (laughs) It's, uh, put it all together. It's not like sewn together. It's going to be adorable. And then you put it all together, and it's the cutest puppy. So obviously, it has really big ears. It's it's pretty fluffy. Um, I like long dogs who are close to the ground. Obviously, they got a nice so corgis and dachshunds. Corgis and dachshunds, basically only two. No, no, no. I want corgis and dachshunds, but I want like a nice fluffy coat, like, and then the pointy ears of. A German Shepherd. German Shepherd would be good. A husky, like, eyes. Super pretty. And then I want just a long tail that doesn't stop wagging. And it, like, wags its butt. And it also forever has puppy paws. So it's, like, floppy all the time. Like, it doesn't know how to walk properly because it's still puppy. Haley's weirdo forever puppy. This would be the best puppy. It's better than the puppy they had in the movie, Mitchell. Weirdo Frankenstein I'm just saying. I did feel bad for the puppies at Puppy Corp because they had a pool of puppies which people just jumped into, and I was like, that's messed up. Yeah, but you would love it. I mean, I don't want to jump into puppies. I want to grab the puppies and go to all of them repeatedly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would love it. I would like to be in a puppy pile if they're not being crushed. I would like them to crush me because they're puppies, and it's fine. (laughs) Is that Haley's fantasy death crushed by puppies? Yes, it would be a pretty good death pretty good they'd all be so happy and licky and they'd be like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god because i'm a puppy would they even realize that you died <gasps> oh oh it's getting dark again let's get off <laughs> Ooh. i don't know me i don't know mm. that's that's bad i don't like talking about that i won't be dead around puppies <laughs> that was your fantasy death no i'm good i just won't be happy with puppies anything else about boss baby mm. I don't think so. The animation was more fluid than I was expecting, but it was still slightly creepy. 
because of how smooth everything is. I didn't think it was that creepy. I thought they did really good lip motions. If you watch their lips, they were pretty spot on with their uh, talking points. Also, and stuff. the fantasy parts were really yes, well yes, the fantasy, even like the design aspect of them. It was that was kind of different. Mm-hmm, the style was very cool. Mm-hmm. Then you should see Boss Baby. It was pretty good. I don't care what you say. You should go see Boss Baby. Boss Baby was good. I think it did deserve to be number one at the box office, what, two weeks in a two row? Two weeks. Two weeks in a and row. it was number two the third week. That's pretty good. Only because Fast and the Furious made the most money yeah. movies could possibly make opening weekend. Yeah. Did it break records? Yep. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yep. People love them, Fast and Furious cars and their rock and their, what's his name? The other one? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's because they're family, Haley. They're family, but now they're breaking apart the family. Only Vin Diesel. Only Vin Diesel. The rest of the family is cool. You can go see the rest of your family, but and then Vin he... Diesel's the weird uncle who's doing <laughs> drugs and shit. And now. makes out with Charlie Theron in like weird white people braids. Like what is <laughs> I I still don't understand what's up with her hair, Mitchell. I don't know. It's free it freaks me out every time I see it. It just talk, looks so unnatural. Talk to the character designer. I will. I will. Like why did you have to give her these weird as hell, like braid dread things that look like I just want it off. I just want it off her head so bad. I want to rip it off, man. Cut it. Everything. Also, we haven't seen Fast and the Furious because we are trying to watch <laughs> the newest four. We watched the first one. The Fast and the Furious. The third. No, Fast the fourth. Fast and Furious 2009. The, the, the reboot of the series, sort of. Fast and Furious 2009 is what we watched. So now we need five, six, and seven. And... It got real at the end where they were all broing out. Mm. <laughs> but they should have just kissed. I mean, I feel like a lot of people in these movies are like, why aren't they just kissing? <laughs> I don't think a lot of people who go see Fast and the Furious are like, why aren't I they mean, just kissing? <laughs> I think a, a few people who I go think, see it are. I think there's more than you expect, Mitchell. I well, as you informed me after we finished that movie, I made that comment that there's a lot of fan fiction with that. Yes, they're the biggest couple in the, the Fast and Fast and Furious series, which is not surprising because every fandom, whoever you get two dudes together, they're the biggest couple. There was a real romantic kind of moment at the end of that. Where, where, um. He's like, oh, I got you, bro. And he's like bleeding out, so he like it tries to push him and everything. And they, at, up until this point, they were like, "I hate really, you, I hate you too." Not really bleeding out. Well, he had a he had a stomach wound. Yes. Yes. So he was sitting there, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so hurt." And Vin Diesel comes over, and he's like, "Don't worry, bro, I got you." Don't worry, Vin's here. Vin's here. <laughs> Is the sun setting? And all the, the sudden, sun was setting. It was. <laughs> And it's a desert, and they're all alone. He's going to have to keep him warm with his body. <laughs> That's probably a plot to something somewhere. They should have just kissed and got it over with. Just, okay, we're good here. <laughs> we've well, we've done this. We've tried it. Well, it wouldn't have just been a mwah. Oh, you want, well, you want the tongue, Mitchell. I don't want it. <laughs> Mitchell wants tongue. That's the type of scene that would uh, happen. La, la. That... Open, open mouth in the desert. Blah, blah, blah. So gross. <laughs> Tongues are so gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're probably not going to see Fast and the Furious this weekend either because we still have those to watch. Mm-hmm. And Maybe next weekend we'll try. Probably next Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It'll be out for the next three months anyway, so. Probably. <laughs> it's not like we'll miss it. Unless Guardians of the Galaxy comes and is like, fuck you, Fast and Furious. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I think they'll compete together, but I still think. It's going to be like three weeks. Fast and Furious is out. No, I know. I still, I personally think Fast and Furious will be out longer than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right. I don't know, Mitchell. You're insane. I think you underestimate how much people love these movies. You're people a crazy are cr- person. No, I'm not. People are crazy over this franchise. Like it's a huge deal to people. That's why they have eight of them. Is it eight now? It's eight. This is the eighth one that just came out. 
You're crazy. I'm not gonna happen. I don't know. We're gonna see. And like, there's like another movie, awesome movie that comes out right around that time too. Well, yeah, because May is almost here, Mitchell. The summer movies are coming. We're gonna get screwed so bad because there's gonna be too many movies. The summer movie extravaganza. I know. And this this year actually looks pretty decent. You're gonna have to come up here more. Oh my god, I don't have time, man. What are you doing Tuesday and Thursday night? <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday night? What are you talking about? Thursday night, I'm already up here. We're doing this Thursday night. What are you doing Tuesday night? <laughs> oh, and Monday night, because my stupid-ass class is almost over. Oh. Counting is a scam, guys. <laughs> no. The biggest scam ever. <laughs> Why don't you come down? Well, okay, so I will meet you at City Place if you want to do movies during the week. I don't know if that's going to work, but we'll figure it out. Okay. We still got one movie to talk about, Mitchell. Do you remember what it is? Sunday? We saw we saw your name on Sunday. We saw Boss Baby oh, yeah. on Friday. What was the Saturday movie, Mitchell? Fuck. Come on, you can do it. We see it. Or, uh, no, we saw your name early. It wasn't with mom. It was with mom. Uh-huh. We saw Gifted. Yes. That's what it was. Yes, we saw Gifted with Chris Evans and his beautiful, beautiful body. Chris, Chris Evans starring Chris Evans' beautiful biceps. <laughs> Chris Evans starring? <laughs> Is that the name of the movie? Yes. <laughs> also, also, everything about that movie was kind of fantastic as well. It was a good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I also, again, I might be biased because I do love Chris Evans. And he was an adorable uncle who just wanted the best for his little niece. And that little girl, for her, like, I think it's her first movie. For her only movie she's ever done, she was so good in it. She was really good. She was fantastic for, like, a seven-year-old who had to climb on Chris Evans and slap his face and be super smart. It was great. I thought it was a good movie, but there wasn't really too much like special going on or anything like that i don't know i it was a good movie it's definitely worth watching but i don't know there's better movies i mean i think there's better movies but the fact that it was sort of like this indie film i don't know i really like the message of like hey even if your kid is like pretty awesome and special and gifted you still got to have this kid be a kid because she's seven years old have your kids be kids. Seriously, just let your kids be kids. That's the that's the title of this movie. Let your kids be kids. And, and subtitle of this movie. Subtitle gifted. Let your kids be kids. Oh no, and this this idea of like not putting so much pressure on them. I'm not saying, hey, if you your kid has this talent or they show this interest in something, smother it, smother it before they get any better. I'm just saying, if they have this talent, you could still have them be good at this and support that, but also like don't force stuff on them or have them sit inside all day and freaking study or be like your only purpose in life is to solve this crazy math problem that is crazy yeah and then when you do all of a sudden you have no purpose in life and you don't know what you're supposed to do anymore well she didn't say that her daughter did well that's what i'm saying like the daughter was like i did it we're talking about the daughter of the mother who wanted the grandchild to do math forever. Yes. So this little girl is super special, and um, her, the plot of the movie is her mother, who was also crazy smart, killed herself, and then left the daughter to Chris Evans to raise her and everything. And there was a whole custody, custody battle over it and all that. But point being, don't fucking push your kids and pressure them into all this shit, man. It's but terrible. That was another sibling thing. It was another sibling thing, and that's the whole, like, I think that's maybe why I like it so much. Okay. Because the whole, oh, she has some sort of anxiety and depression and everything like that, and no one did anything about it, or the the parents pushed her too much, or whatever it might be, they never told her that she could do anything else besides this one thing. Besides math. Besides math, and then when math was finished for her, she's like, well, I can't do anything else, and it just got too much for her, and she took her own life. And then Chris Evans even felt guilty about that. Like, in the movie, he was like, she came to me, like, the night of, and I couldn't deal with her because I had to go do my own life and do my own date or whatever it was. And then he feels guilt. I don't know. It's just obviously that I thought it was good. He should feel guilt. He admitted himself. Yes, he does admit it, which I also really liked where he was like, to a certain extent, I blame myself, but at the same time, I knew nothing could really have helped her besides obviously like therapy and stuff. 
Because you can't, you can't just solve all the mental illnesses by sitting down with somebody and just talking with them. Like, there's, it's more in depth than that. Well, obviously, but if he had not gone on his date, true, he killed herself. But it's, it, yeah, but it's still, you shouldn't feel. I don't know. Eh, maybe it's complicated. It been his mom's fault. And- <sighs> it's not even like it's both their faults, okay? But not as much Chris Evans. I also really, really enjoyed that they made Chris Evans smart too. Like he was, he was a. Uh, a professor in psychology not psychology not psychology um philosophy yeah yeah i don't like philosophy very much but i'm really glad that they were like well he's not this stupid dumb brother who just moved to like florida to do nothing with his life because he can't he was like no i decided to do this because i didn't want to do anything else after everything happened Bailey, what you're basically describing philosophy what i don't like no <laughs> don't you dare I don't know what you're talking about. I don't pay attention to philosophy. I hate philosophy so much. Basically, what I'm saying is a lot of people say philosophy is a waste of time, so... Oh, so you're saying philosophy equals him quitting his job and saying fuck it and moving down to Florida to live in a yeah, uh, trailer park? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But yeah, I really like the aspect that they were like, well, he's not super dumb. He is smart. He just decides not to be... That's why I like gifted. I don't know. There's a lot. There's there's a lot. Also cats, obviously. Cats and Chris Evans. One-eyed cat. One-eyed cat. Who's his name? Fred. Fred. Fred the one-eyed cat. I, that part made me so angry. Where they got rid of the cat. Yes. Where the yeah. freaking mom. That's the thing. I was like, I, I was like, you. seriously, I was like, no, you sons of bitches. How dare you have this little girl's cat you taken away? this dude in the face seriously. when you get to the house, Chris <laughs> I was so upset. Like, he very purposely is like, hey, are you allowed, like, you, you can deal with cats, right? Like, she has this cat. She needs to have this cat. It's her cat. And they take her cat away and send it to a freaking kill shelter yes like not even a good shelter a kill shelter and it's, i'm pretty sure that cat was there for what maybe a week or something and then they were like murder oh my god it was so upsetting and he's he took that cat and he took two other cats who were gonna die and he was like they're mine now i'm putting them in my truck and i'm driving away he had one eye Haley. he gets half the time as normal cats that's terrible it's no ba- it's based off of eyes like that mother i everything that she said became invalid when she was like no I'm getting rid of this cat because I have allergies no go fuck yourself you selfish jerk she was she was so selfish and that was the issue concentrating too much on math not enough on feelings and philosophy not even feelings just being a decent human being (laughs) with feelings and philosophy oh what did we learn at the movies this week, oh, yeah. much all? We almost forgot about that. What did we learn? Nice catch, Haley. Oh yeah. We gotta we gotta do our good bits, Mitchell. I learned I feel like I relearned that I still really enjoy anime movies and anime in general. I feel like I always forget that, but I used to be a huge fan and then I watch something and I'm like Oh yeah, this is kinda great. I do really enjoy this. That movie was fantastic. It was probably my favorite one this weekend. Just in general, Western storytelling is better. I mean, yeah. You should watch more martial arts movies. Really? I mean, I'm not saying martial arts movies are bad, but I can't take as many as you want to show me at one time, Mitchell. There's so many. There's not enough time to watch everything. <laughs> what else did we learn from movies? What did you learn? Uh... There's a grudge noises, Mitchell. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, have no. you never seen The Grudge? Uh, the cat boy. Oh, the cat boy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Comes out of the shadows. I don't think I learned anything. You had to have learned something. Learn something from Boss Baby. I learned hearing Steve Buscemi's voice in an animated character is a little strange. That's weird. I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it. And uh, like he matched up to the character, but I was still the entire time like, that's Steve Buscemi. I learned that for some reason nobody ever shoots things in Florida and just shoots them in like Georgia or whatever. I guess it's cheaper, but I don't think 
I don't think Florida offers them good good tax credits. Like no, they Georgia did. Does. They did though. For the for I'm not even joking right now. For the longest time, that's why um Bloodline filmed in the Keys because they had the tax cuts and then they took them away and Bloodline almost left filming in the Keys, but they realized nothing else looks like the Keys, so we have to finish filming everything here. So they finished the last season, which is premiering in May. I have to tell mom that. She'll be very excited. On her, I, I set up her Roku to tell her that. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, she probably won't go to that section, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she'll figure it out. She'll fumble upon it at one point. But, but yeah. Yeah. You can't really shoot Florida in other places because Florida's, Florida's somewhat specific. It's so distinct. Like, looking at all those beach shots, I was like, that's not a beach in Florida. Specifically South Florida. Yeah. like That's, when, where, that's where we live, so that's what we know. Yeah. If you're filming and you're like, this is going to be South Florida, you have to come down to South Florida to get that feel. And those were not South Florida beaches. They were very pretty, but they were nothing like South Florida. And then, like, all the trees were wrong. <laughs> I didn't even notice the trees too much, and but like, <laughs> hanging moss and stuff uh, like that. Yeah, oh my god, that's really bad. There's like no palm trees. See, except this... for when like he was fixing boats. And all of a sudden, there's just palm trees on the docks and everything. Like, sure, this is Florida. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's true. If you don't know, everything doesn't look like Florida except Florida. There's too many big trees in other places mm-hmm. to look like Florida. Mm-hmm. It's all them hurricanes knocking <laughs> down them big trees. Uproot and everything. Leaving only the stick trees. And the stick trees grow and they're like, haha, sunlight for me. I don't know if they're like that. I think they are. That's what happens whenever the big trees fall. All the stick trees are like, ha, yes, grow tall, be uh, big. I still don't know about that. <laughs> but that is the end. Bye. Bye. Wait. Hold on. That's not how we end this. No, it's not. Okay. I was going to say, wait a second, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. If you want to talk to us. Question mark. Talk to us. Twitter, at Cinema Siblings. Yep. Email, the siblings at cinemasiblings.com. You can always go to our website and comment on shit. There's also the links down there on where you can contact us. As well as, if you go to the podcast page, there's links there where you can subscribe to the podcast. And I'm pretty sure you can subscribe to it everywhere you get your podcast. And that's real. It's not fake, like This American Life or Marketplace, which you can't get on Google Play. They're lying <laughs> to you when they say you can get it anywhere podcasts are. They're liars. <laughs> but we're not liars. But we are not, <laughs> at least not to my knowledge. If you go up there and see we're missing something, tell us, and I'll get it up there for you. No problem. Anyway, I'm Haley. I'm Mitchell. Stay for the sting. Stay. Stay for the sting. Here for wellness. After the mansion is burned down and collapsed into the underground aquifer, the dad husband's hand shoots up out of the water, an eel biting it and wiggling, and then he slowly terminator walks up out of the water with no face.